at Yellen Thinking. Five words or less. Gad Levin on from the conference board. Did I make a mistake? As in, markets are so volatile right now, was it a bad idea to raise rates last year? Lebanon's answer, which he also thinks is Yellen's answer, is... I don't think so. Similarly, Samir Samana with the Wells Fargo Institute. Here's Janet Yellen thinking this. Markets need a deep breath. Yellen's Fed is data dependent, he says, and Yellen is likely to point to a lot of data showing the markets are not the economy. You've got a labor market that's pretty healthy. You've got additional wage gains, inflation that's still pretty benign. You've got a housing market that continues to rebound from its crisis lows. You've got consumer sentiment that's still at pretty good levels. Yellen may also point out to Congress that the Fed's own models show the chances of recession in 2016 are about 3 to 5 percent. But it's still got to be at least a little hard to shake the sticky sense of gloom on Wall Street these days. I have no doubt that within the Federal Reserve there's a vigorous debate uh, as to the extent to which monetary policy needs to be subordinate or subservient, really, to markets. Richard DeKazer is with Wells Fargo and Company. He says, on the one hand, markets do influence the economy, but on the other, the Fed can't bail out investors just because they're having a bad time. They don't want to basically underwrite portfolio managers. In all likelihood, these economists say the Fed may give it a few more months before raising rates again. Whatever Janet Yellen is thinking, she'll tell us tomorrow, and it'll be in more than five words. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore for Marketplace. In keeping with the theme here with Wall Street today, in five words or less, very bouncy, could have been worse. Details, numbers, you know the drill. It's a reasonably safe bet that the R word is going to come up tomorrow in Janet Yellen's testimony. Recession is the word I'm thinking of here. In the statement after its December meeting, the Fed said it is worried about risks to the downside. As it happens, Neil Irwin, a senior economics correspondent for The New York Times, wrote about how, if it's going to happen, and we should stress it's still an if, but how a recession might arrive here. Neil Irwin, good to have you on. Thanks for having me. We should start probably with a caveat, right? This is a scenario, it's not what you believe uh, is likely to happen, right? That's right. Uh, We don't know exactly where the economy is going to go in 2016. Uh, This is talking about the the kind of downside risk, the the possibilities that are out there that we hope don't happen, but uh, it increasingly looks like they could. All right, so if the stars line up against us, uh, what might those stars be? Just tick off a couple for me. Well, it starts overseas. It starts in emerging markets where we've had really 15 years of of dramatic capital inflows, and those are reversing now over the last year. So when money was coming in, a lot of problems got kind of glossed over. Uh, Now that money's going out, we're seeing huge debt problems in China, in Brazil, and a bunch of other emerging markets. So so that's kind of the starting point, that we see this this shift toward uh, emerging markets overseas really uh, contracting where they were growing for a long time. And it leads to one of my favorite phrases in all of capitalism, Warren Buffett saying, you don't know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out, right? That's right. Now, that said, 
this on its own shouldn't really affect the U.S. economy that much. You know, we mm-hmm. saw this back in 1998 when there was an emerging markets crisis. You know, the, the U.S. trade flows with, with Asia, with Latin America, they're big, but in the grand scheme of the U.S. economy, that shouldn't be enough to bring it down. It's not like U.S. banks are sitting on a lot of Chinese debt, anything like that. So if we're going to have a U.S. recession, it has to be something a little more complicated and something that channels through other, other pathways. All right, so lay it out for me then, because it's not like we're all that exposed. How might this hit us in the fanny? I mean, what's, what's, gonna, what's different this time, I guess, is the question. Well, it might not hit us in the fanny. We don't know that. But if it does, it's probably going to happen something like this. We're already seeing some real impacts on the U.S. industrial sector because of lower oil. There's less oil exploration. We're seeing less uh, industrial activity, less exports because of the strong dollar, because of weaker economies overseas. Those alone aren't that big. Uh, We've still had strong job growth in the last year despite those factors. Uh, So the question, though, is as these uh, forces build and get stronger, is the capacity of the U.S. to really deal with it limited? Mm-hmm. Is the Fed, is the Federal Reserve not in a place where it might have been years ago to combat any weakness, to, to lower rates? Could markets that are, uh, that are just down a little bit now really get out of control and, and fall? Those are the possibilities that could really lead the U.S. economy into a bad place. How much of a problem is it that we are simply not growing as strongly as we used to and as strongly as we have historically? Yeah, I mentioned the the parallel with 1998 when there was an emerging markets crisis, there was an oil price collapse, and yet the U.S. economy did great in